Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by Big League Chew. This is episode 330. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. KC, chasers, lads, ladies, how we doing? What's up I with like you, your hat? I like Thanks, your hat. Man. You're in the festive spirit, I see. You like that? I mean, that's just that's that's a baller move if I've ever seen one. It's nice, right? Uh, yeah. If you're not I watching like on YouTube, head over to YouTube. You can Honestly, see this though, like yeah incredible ensemble that Nate's got. This suit, man. This has gotten, I've got some good length out of this. Got it a few years ago, and it's the life of the party every time. You know? I'm going to need you for the sake of Christmas to keep the pounds off so that you can continue to wear this every year. I'm, that's, it's getting harder and harder every year. And specifically, you know what I was really getting into yesterday? We got the, uh, the Ferrero Rocher treats. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, well, you're not going to be able to keep the pounds off if you're just you, dipping you know into how, those every, you know every year. You know how easy those are to just attack? Just bite size? What's the calorie count on one of those? It has to be like 600. Who cares? Well, it's hazelnut goodness is what it is. If you're not eating those, I don't know why, what you're even doing. I don't even know what you like, what decision making you like to, what the process is up top. Like, I'm saving my calories this, uh, really every holiday season for the cookies. I mean, that's, that's to me, that's just the, the common sense thing to do. I, I welcome any debate about it because you're going to lose because this time of the year, it's cookies and nothing else. So, 72 calories in one of those. That's light work. Well, it doesn't sound bad when I when you compare it to my astronomical 600 calorie exaggeration, but 72, 72 a bite? That's light you, work, dog. You can pop one of those things in, no problem. That's Oh, a, yeah. You better lay, the, yeah. lay off those things, man. I'm going to need this no. suit to be an annual, no. an annual thing. Yep. I'm telling you right now, if uh, it's just like if if you like Nutella, eat those for sure. It's really the same thing. Guy. It's, not really a hazelnut guy. <sighs> Don't act surprised. You know I'm this. Not, you I'm know not, this about I'm not. Me. I'm not at all surprised. What are what I mean? What cookies are you really cracking into this time of year? What are the what are your guilty pleasure all, cookies? All, that, I mean, not just cookies, but like cookie type desserts i mean you got like your peanut butter blossoms you got your m&m cookies you got your frosted sugar cookies you've got your uh you've got what's your the buckeyes. one what's the one with the is that the one with the chart like the the kiss in the middle the chocolate peanut butter kiss? blossom yeah that bad yeah. boy those are that's money. a nice one those are money. that's a nice one and then you've got your buckeyes you work your way around the that's Hershey what i do kiss. every time absolutely yeah. and then at the very end you just 
you just kind of like with an Oreo, you kind of scrape yeah. off the the piece of cookie, and then you've just got a little Hershey kiss there. It's it's money. It's yeah. chef's kiss gold. Yeah. Um, like Buckeye that. is another one of my favorite. That's the chocolate ball with like the peanut butter in the middle. Just you know, best. you know, I'm with you there. The best. Is there is there uh, what's is that the one that has like a little bit of like the granola and oatmeal mixed in in the ball? Have you had those before? I think it's something else. That's not. I don't. It's not a Buckeye. Uh, maybe a variation of it, but not my Buckeye. And you live on Buckeye. And I live on Buckeye. This is just. I mean, it's the it's the treat of the year. Well, now we're just doxing my address, so that's fun. That's true. What's your social again? <laughs> Do you want the whole thing or just the last <laughs> one? Like, wh- which will suffice? Let me jot it down. I can give you the security code of my credit card if you want. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that works better. Uh, speaking of giving you things and and just gifts in general, I put up um a story on the IG yesterday asking for people's Christmas wishes for what they want for their favorite team for this off season and or 2023. And so we got a healthy like number it. of responses. I'm going to share some of them here. Uh, some people, which, let me ask you this. Is this on me, or should this have been assumed by the people entering their answers? I didn't indicate that you should include your favorite team, and some people chose not to include any context clues about their favorite team, so I don't really know what the favorite team is. Is that on me, or is that on them? I think that's on them. Okay. We can't just uh, assumptively choose. We can't just know these things. Yeah, that's that's on them. Okay, that's what I thought. Just wanted yeah. needed some validation chasers. There. Be better. Like just just be, be better, better, chasers. Come on. Merry Christmas, but be better. Be better. Um. All right. Well, on the ones that don't have context clues, maybe we can do a little process of elimination. See if we can see if we can guess. Here. Ah. Okay. All right. First one we got here. First Christmas wish. Spend like they said they would. We need pitching and a couple of big bats. Most are gone already. Now, who would that be? Spend like they said they would. We need pitching and a couple of big bats. And when it says most are gone already, I think they mean just like what's left on the market. Not necessarily that people were Move leaving off that their roster. Team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Red Sox? I, I don't know if they came out and said they spend, though. They did. Heimblum did tell Kike that they were going to be much better in 2023. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I don't know. What, uh, uh, it seemed to be a little late for an April Fool's joke, but it's yeah. where we're and at. Him and, him and Kike shared a laugh. Uh, I don't know. I can't really. I guess the Dodgers, maybe. I mean, they they said they spend every year. I mean, the Yankees have spent. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it can be the Yankees. I don't know. That seems like a pretty general, like, I feel like most people could get on board with that wish. We need pitching and a couple of big bats. Like, I feel like that's kind of a... Yeah. An all-inclusive deal there. Cardinals. That might be it. I mean, they added Contreras. Yeah. That's my guess. 
pretty pretty glaring hole there, like a literal hole. Like you didn't have anybody mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. like opening day. You're going out there with eight men on the field. That's yeah. That's yeah. kind of where you're at with they that. They wanted. They definitely wanted to avoid that. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, it's not good baseball. Not good business. Uh, next Christmas wish: Shohei in orange and blue. Wow. I mean, I would say, I would say no, ch- no chance. But I, at this point, like I, don't... Steve Cohen does what he wants. I saw some. Uh, I saw some. It was, I'm, I'm a headline reader, reader at times. So I, I admit I didn't read the full article, but there was something, something today where I saw that Steve Cohen apparently said that the quote, the promise that he made to fans doesn't or the the ability to keep the promises he made to fans doesn't scare him or something like that so mm. i i would imagine that that's something that has something to do with the amount of money he's willing to spend which we already know he's more than willing to spend the money but it's at a certain point it's like okay well how much is like how much is enough yeah and i i would venture to say that probably doesn't include shohei but that's uncle stevie for you you never know what a little tricks he's gonna pull out of the bag. I like the orange and blue addition to that overall statement. Context clues. Yeah, it's all it takes. You know, you think about it a little bit. You you know what team he's talking about there. Pretty simple. At least you should. Uh, O's get a number one or number two starting pitcher by trade since they won't spend any money. Also sell the team. Now I can get on board with that. I've been pre I've been preaching the praises of the Orioles for the last six mm-hmm. months. They've been disappointing lately. Uh, like what are they doing? They're not spending any money. They missed out on. I, I, they should have listened to me. I said trade to the O's. Missed out big on that. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten nothing. Nothing of note. So at least I mean, I, get a pitcher. You've got yeah. you've got young pieces that you can ship off. You need to go get a guy. You need to yeah. go get a you need to go get a stopper. They needed to get after some of these arms for sure. Just a couple. Their starting pitching is definitely an issue. It's just disappointing that they've spent literally zero dollars. Is it actually zero? Are, are we are we sure about that? I th- I think it was like eight million. Something like that. I, did you see that chart that came out like last week about teams that have spent this offseason? Just trying to think no. of who it would have been. There was a team that spent $0, and then there was, I think, the Orioles at like $4 million, $8 million, something ridiculous. Wasn't it? If that. Was it the A's that had spent no no money at that at that point when the chart was made? The, I think the Twins were in on that mix too. There were like some surprising teams that just hadn't spent any money. Yeah, I think these uh, these top heavy this league is pretty top heavy, and a lot of these teams have been picking up the slack in terms of the spending. It's just it's just odd for the Orioles to have like that type of end to their season. And not want to build on that. Not capitalize immediately. Like you should want to capitalize immediately if you're the I, Orioles and the season ended the way it did. And you've one done move. nothing. One move, two moves, and it would have it would have 
got the fan base on board. It would it would have built the hype up. I did see that uh, that Chris Davis's money, his deferred money, is now about to hit with his contract. So I think that's what like twenty twenty five a year, something like that, going in too much for the next thirty years, whatever they chose. <laughs> too much, yeah. Uh, I see here it's, uh, I'm cheating a little bit. Eric said Navy on our uniforms. Eric's an angels guy. So he wants a little, little bit of Navy sprinkled in there. I agree. Like the, the angels scheme is a little too dull for me. Like you need, we need to mix it up a little bit, you know? And immediately Nothing about the angels is, is no. It's good. Not, not at all. And immediately yeah. my mind goes back to like the the uh what what era was that? Was that like the nineties with the the navy blue? Like you remember they had the pinstripes with the navy blue sleeves and mm, yeah, like Jim Edmonds days. Yeah, like what that was like Tim Salmon and Troy Gloss. Yeah. Because they were both. They were they were there for the crossover because mm-hmm. Troy I remember Troy Gloss being in the in the red, but yeah, yeah. Sprinkle some I remember blue the, in there. the gray pinstripes that were like the the sleeveless ones, right? Like the vests. Yeah, yeah, sleeveless, yeah. blue sleeves. Yep. Um, another one. Oh, spend some money to compete for the also, AL East. Side note: I mean, if you're an Angels fan, that's the only thing you want on your wish list, or? <laughs> well, I think at th- I think at this point you can uh, you can bid a farewell to Shohei because that that man's bid as good farewell as farewell to. Anything roster move wise, let's just add some blue. That's the only thing that's missing with this team. Well, Shohei's <laughs> gone. So, <laughs> what else would you? I'm sorry, Eric. <laughs> hey, I just he's want blue. We're good. He's Other like that, he's I'm he's set. He's like the kid that doesn't ask for anything. He's like, you know what? Like, I don't need a I don't need a brand new Xbox. I don't need a mm. I don't need a brand new car. Just give me yeah. just give me like a little blue. Just give me a pack of underwear. That's basically what Eric's asking for is a, is a brand new pack underwear. And that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You gotta, you gotta respect people like that because they're not expectations have really lowered over there on the West side. Haven't they? All right. I'm trying to be positive here. You're just running it into the ground. You know, the Miami of the West. Some have said also (laughs) the, the Mets of the West. Some (laughs) others have also said, uh, I wish for the Yankees to trade Glaber Torres. What was it? Wait, do we get the A's Bro, one? Bro, stop! You got the A's one that I interrupted last one. No, it was just another O's. It said, oh, spend some money to compete for the AL East. Oh, O's. I thought I heard so a lot of A lot of O's and money wishes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I wish for the Yankees to trade Glaber Torres for a left fielder. I mean, I guess I, I, in my mind, before the Rodon signing, I kind of said that Glaber would have to be incorporated with for for a move for another starting pitcher, but the rotation's pretty much done. I don't know what left fielder they'd really go after. You think of anybody? Yankees don't mind little domestic 
little domestic issues, do they? They don't mind a domestic issue from time to time. So maybe go get like Ozuna. Uh, I I kind of wish they got Benny. I really did. But I keep hearing some stuff on Max Kepler, which I wouldn't hate. That'd be a budgetary move right there. No need to trade Glaber. Speaking I'm of, on board with the trade of Glaber at some point, though. Speaking of outfielders, I, I saw a, a, a post about Brian Reynolds again. And believe it or not, there was people in the comments defending the Pirates for their egregious Wild. ask. And I'm like, you guys just... Nobody that lives in Pittsburgh. Nobody looks at his numbers, apparently. Like, that's all you really got to do. That's kind of where the conversation stops for me. But mm. anyway, I digress. Uh cheating again ralph i know i know this he said i know this i know this post he says don't suck somehow talking about the red sox 100 yeah. percent. that's that's really all we wish for you want to talk about expectations plummeting like <laughs> just don't suck if you're oh, the red sox man uh build a bullpen another name i know we're talking blue jays here Say Oscar move brought in a couple arms, right? Didn't that get Seawald and one other arm? I agree, though. Was there a second one? I, I don't know. I can't keep it straight. They do need some help back there. That Jordan Romano guy, though, that guy's filthy. Yeah. But the, the reality of it is, is anything you do in that division, you're going to need to double down on your efforts mm -hmm. with with any aspect of your team just because of the division that you play in other other yeah. divisions it's a known fact you can get away with a lackluster this or a lackluster that but when you're in the when you're in the American League East you have to have everything buttoned down or else you are going to struggle mightily yeah that's just reality of it um raise to sign belt or longo bring longoria back I don't know where he'd play. What's he going to be? Your DH? First baseman? No. No. None of it. I wouldn't want to go back there if I was Evan Longoria. Plus, Yandy Diaz is kind of a dude. He has his moments for sure. Yeah. Dude swings it. Who's the other name they said? Belt. Brandon Belt, I could see. I think there's still some juice in that guy. I mean, but wouldn't you couldn't you kind of just say that they're one and they're one and the same there? Like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring one back, you could bring the other back in terms of just kind of plug and play there. I don't know. Can Evan Longoria play first base? I'm sure he could. He played third. That's that seems to be a common transition for a lot of guys. I think he's athletic enough. They got rid of G Man Choi. I wonder what that was about. I don't know. The Rays the Center Rays the are going to the Rays are going to find somebody to They always find somebody. Yeah, they're going to find people. He'll be an MVP candidate and then they'll yeah. they'll come within two games of winning the World Series. That's just what the Rays do. 100%. Uh my wish is that the team gets sold in parentheses. I'm a Reds fan. Preach. It's a big ask for Christmas. Put a space. He said, 
in parentheses Reds fan, all you really got to do, put a space between red and the S and then add an OX at the end. And I'm right there with you. Sell the team. There's a, there, I think there's a lot of teams that can be added to that list. Unreal. Uh, Yankees trading Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson. Did I write that? I, I don't know. You may have, <laughs> may have written like, that. Feel like it could have been me. That's Maybe. that's my wish list. Hundred <laughs> percent. Please. Did I did I write that? <laughs> Please get rid of those two. Uh, for the love of God, Atlanta signed Conforto and Punt Rosario and Azuna to the moon. I think the time has has come to an end for Eddie Rosario. I think that was it was a nice moment that he provided in in twenty twenty one. I think that's about done. Azuna, I I just I don't even know anymore. No comment. I have no idea. Yeah. No comment. That guy's it's it's all a mess. Uh Cubs send a package of mid prospects and hap to Toronto for Barrios and Jansen. I'm buying low on Barrios this year. Like I I know he had his he had his struggles this past season. I think season. I think he's good. I I'm gonna buy low on Brios. So And who? And Who's Jansen. the other name? Danny Jansen. I mean, you really could buy low for you, you, probably, could, you could put a package together. Yeah, but Barrios did sign that extension as soon as the Blue Jays traded for him. They extended him right away. It's yeah. a big contract. Yeah, but we've seen contracts traded before. Money just apparently isn't real anymore. So I don't I don't think I don't think the Blue Jays are in a position to deplete that rotation anymore with the hope of a prospect being able to fill that gap. That's true. They just they just uh saw Ross Stripling walk out the door, so Yeah. Brios went uh, seven years one thirty one. Yeah, that's not even you could trade That's a that light contract, contract. I agree. You trade that for sure. Uh, moving along here to wish is to stay in Oakland. I don't know if Santa's going to be able to follow through on that one. I think, I think Santa's putting the Coliseum on his sleigh and taking it to Vegas. Santa, Santa only goes over Oakland quickly. Let's just say that. Yeah. Santa, (laughs) Santa just looks out over the edge, just takes a peek down at Oakland and says, come on, boys, let's, (laughs) let's keep moving. (laughs) Like, sorry to Oakland, but it's Santa every year, every year Santa comes by Oakland. He just closes off another section of that stadium where (laughs) seats aren't filled. (laughs) (laughs) Another the lower bowl is the only place that people (laughs) buy seats, man. No even, one is sitting anywhere and else. And even then, it looks like a checkerboard with people, it's just like sad. pockets of people scattered throughout. So sad. There's eight people there every game. Release Marcelo Zuna or trade him for a bag of chips. What bag of chips would you trade Ozuna for? Underrated like, bag of chips, uh, the baked barbecue lays. That's fair. Those are really good. I thought you were going the poppables route. You're a big proponent of the poppables. Huge poppables guy. Huge poppables guy. But uh, that's for like the jalapeno one, which is hard to find nowadays. It is. A lot of salt I've... and vinegar. That ain't the move, though. Not the move. Uh, need a utility guy and a catcher for the Astros. Mookie or Mike Trout will work. 
Do they catch? Mm, they could make it happen, I think. I think they could. Uh, they did bring back Brantley, didn't they? Yeah, they brought back Brantley. This that may have been this may have been submitted prior to that news. Cause didn't that break yesterday? Uh yeah. Either that or the day before. Uh they definitely need a catcher, but I don't know who's up for grabs. Yeah, because uh Vasquez is to the twins. Uh what's Maldonado's deal again? I don't know, he's like sixty. What? He's old, man. I'm not talking about his age. Like, what's his contract situation? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who you'd go get. But That's what the, I'm saying. But if it's you're the like, Astros, similar to the Rays, like it, they just seem like a team that need not worry. Like You're going to figure it out. You're going to have somebody, whether it be in the system or it be somebody like a Braves-esque move where you just you kind of you – you explore your options a little bit. You say, ah, this this will suffice. And you bring him in and then he ends up being the 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 freaking World Series MVP. That's that's what's gonna happen if you're the if you're the Astros and you don't get a, a name. But twenty twenty three is the last uh year on Martin Maldonado's deal, four million. He'll be thirty six. So maybe you just run the table one more year with him and then tr- maybe trade at the deadline. Didn't um, Castro uh, retired? Didn't he? Jason Castro retired. I don't even know who they have as another option back there. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be an internal thing. Yeah. But it, like, relax. Your lineup is is sick. So that's what I'm saying. Calm you down. N- you need not worry for the Astros. Yeah. Uh, for the Dodgers to extend Arias and Walker, I can get on board with that. Those are two guys I feel like you need to need to keep around. Uh, I know a thing or two about about guys that you should probably keep around. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Yeah, sure do. Uh, for the Red Sox to do something positive, I did write this, so there's no there's <laughs> there's no guessing. I, I I wrote this myself. I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, haven't seen it. I don't think it's I don't think it's coming anytime soon. No. Uh, Cardinals to get a proven ace. I don't know if there's one out there for grabs. I think the the quote big names have have come off the board at this point. I think in at this point you're dropping scenario. you're dropping a tier or two. Yeah, but yeah, or just, for sure, not an ace. You're not getting an ace. I don't even think like I don't think there's any even front end guys either. Like, much less an ace. I I think you're you're kind of out of luck there. They're gonna have to yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to reach out to the Marlins at some point this year and make a trade. I'm about it. Um, ask the Braves to sign Max Freed and ask him to, quote, do it for the culture before he walks. Did, <laughs> did you? Um, In other words, asking Max Freed to sign for $17 and maybe a, a scooter to ride to the ballpark. What's what's the deal with shopping him? I did see that. Why? 
I don't know, you would think a perennial Cy Young candidate would be somebody you'd want to maybe just figure out a way to keep around, especially since the rest of your team's payroll combines to be about $48. So he's not even a free agent until 2025. That's that's my point. Just do what you got to do. Keep him around. Like do the same. What reason do you have for not just doing with him what you've done with everybody else on that team? It it makes no sense to me. Like don't start playing poor with with Max Freed of all people on your team. I think Braves fans are a little, a little upset with current events. I don't think they're thrilled. Yeah, they're 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 feeling it right now. I get it. I've yeah. been there. I've been there. Back to back years of their guy walking. I don't think they love it. Uh, I think there's a few more, but for the sake of moving on, uh, we're going to close it with win the World Series. That seems like a good one to close on. No context clues, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, actually, from the looks of the picture, hold on. Ah, it's Padres. For the Padres to win the World Series. You know, it's time to show up. That's for sure. Spent $7 billion the last two off seasons. So plus Manny's walking. I told you that. Didn't we say that literally last week? We said that like two days later, John Heyman comes out. Reports are Manny Machado is going to walk to test the market next year. Told you. I don't I mean I don't I don't take John Heyman at his word as far as I can throw him. Like that's that's just a guy we, we don't trust. All my homies hate John Heyman. Like no we don't we don't stand for anything that John Heyman says, does, represents, shares, updates us on, nothing. I've I've lost any any type of any type of I, I I don't any support any anything backing John Heyman I've lost it the moment I saw the little white spots of saliva that hang on his lips okay. when he's talking I, on I TV. Have, no have you seen, seen that? that? Yes, dude, I've Brutal. seen it. We, we don't need like, to. We don't need gross. to. We don't need to break this down. That we can save that for. You'll time. never unsee it or never. You're welcome. We don't need to bring that up anyway. Yeah, uh, John Hammond, no thanks. I'll I'll pass. Um, Christmas wishes in the books. We'll see what happens. We'll see uh, what what uh, transactions transpire over the course of the next next couple months. Uh, I will say I am happy. Uh, I mean, we still got a slate to talk about a slate of uh, signings that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about. We still got to do that, but. Generally, though, I will say that I am pleased with uh, the speed in which things happened this year because coming off of yeah years prior, we we did not, as baseball fans, we did not receive uh, the gift of somewhat quick moves being made because yeah. I mean, we were seeing guys sign after spring training had already started. Yeah. So to see a lot of these big names, the majority, if not all of the big names that, that were on people's boards, to see all those off and at their future destinations or, or with their future clubs, uh, that, was, that was good to see. I was, I was happy about that. 
Yeah, all the big names are off the table. I, I, now it's trade time. You know, like uh, now it's time for GMs to cook up trades. You got a couple months to to fill in these gaps, do what you need to do. So it's going to slow down on news for a while, but I'm thinking there's going to be some trades that spark it back up. Just in time for for me to leave the mainland for a couple weeks. I mean, that's really the only reason I was happy about it. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> want, I didn't want deals. signings be going down while I'm, while I'm out of, yeah, that's out of town. Don't want that. Uh, let's start with Carl's Cray. We, this happened. I'm pretty sure was it later that day or the next? I think it was the next day after we recorded last week. Uh, shortly thereafter, yeah. nonetheless, uh, 13 year deal, 350 million dollar deal with the Giants, full no trade clause, and no opt outs. So. This is your guy. Just another example as to who Carlos Correa is. That guy's there for bags only. He's there for the bag, but I can at least respect this move a little more than I can the Twins. The Twins. That never fooled anybody. It never fooled anybody. And, I, you know, one of these days, I'm just going to go back and, and read the transcripts of all of his interviews that he did when he was introduced there because I bet you there was not one I mention. I want to be here the rest of my life. Yeah. There was not oh, one mention. I'm excited to be a part of this organization, the rich history. <laughs> Shut up, Carlos. Yeah. Shut up. Ah, yeah. Uh, Richest that... ever for the position of shortstop. Cool. I'm glad he's not a Dodger. I'm glad he's not a Yankee. I'm sure you're glad he's not a Red Sox. Um, I'm over the moon. It's just cool. Feel waste away in San Francisco. I think. Hey, let's not. Hey, like the. I was looking at their roster construction a little bit more in depth this morning. Let's not be so quick to to throw shade at the Giants because th- I think they're going to be a little better than we've been giving them credit for now that they've made a, a few moves to to plug in some things. I'm not saying they're going to go out and win the division, but I also don't think they're going to be a sub-500 team. So to say to go out there in San Francisco and waste away, uh, sh- sure, maybe for, for stretches of that contract because you're out there for a, stretches. De- a exactly. decade and change. But like, because it's going to be, it's going to be, at least another year or two before they are in line to potentially compete for the division. Yeah. At that point where, you know, I don't even know how old he is. What? 27, 28, I believe. Pretty sure. Yeah. 28, 28. Yep. Just turned 28 in September. All right. So put him at 30 by the time your team is done enough to add to the roster, to be in a position to win. So your window is probably three, four years. Then he's 34. And then your window is just a lot of money going out to one guy. I've been trying because I knew this. I knew he was going to get a long-term contract because that's the only thing he wanted. He wanted the bag and he wanted that security. So, this whole time that he's been on the board, I was trying to picture 
in my mind what his career would look like on the back end. Like, what's a comp for a guy like this? Is like, is like an Evan Long, I'm in a different position, but is like an Evan Longoria similar comp? Because I'm just trying to think of like how his how his physique is going to translate because we've talked about guys like judge where it's like that's not going to that that build is not going to age well that's mm-hmm. going to you're going to be spending a lot of time on the IL well, well he's just going to be a full-time DH by the time Stan comes off the books i think that's sure but for a guy yeah. like Correa he's athletic he's a phenomenal defender can get to this or that can obviously swing it what is what's a comp for a guy like that on the back end of his career I don't know if you're gonna like it, but Cal. Yeah, but Cal, I feel like was more of a. He's not gonna. He he doesn't have Correa's pop. Like Correa is gonna give you that. He's gonna he's gonna give you those power numbers, and I'm just I don't know if that would decline at the same rate. Slider or third base, put on 30 pounds, just hit dingers. Which brings me back to my Longoria comp. Like Longoria was was that dude when he was in when he was in St. Petersburg. Yeah. I don't know. There's some people forget how good that man that man was. Like he was a stud for sure. Longo Longo can ball. I I don't know, man. I mean, it's not like he's, he's, a, he's a big playing. dude. He's like, isn't he like, he's like six, he's six, four, I think six, is he? three, six, four. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a build for short. I know that. Six, four. Yeah. Two twenty. Slide over to third base. That's where he's going. Yeah. Side notes that I think. I think they should. I think they. I don't think they will, but I think they should trade Brandon Crawford. That's kind of my dream wish. Is like I somehow get Josh Donaldson over to the Giants and get Brandon Crawford over to the Yankees. That's kind of my dream. Because the whole rumor of like, because Garrett Cole and Brandon Crawford are brothers-in-law. Right. So it's like, you know, maybe there's a connection there and it, it kind of fits the it fits the needs of both teams kinda. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I like that. I could see it. Yeah. I could Although see it. Brandon Crawford with no hair, no beard, that'd be weird. Be a weird look. Very weird. Talking about hair, uh Dansby Swanson, seven year, hundred and seventy seven million dollar deal with the Cubs. I know this was a team that he had been linked to for a while. Uh, you seem to be rather confused by the move, nonetheless. Yeah, I don't hate it. I could see why the you know the Cubs are trying to move in their new direction. Jason Hayward is now gone. You know, like all of the guys are officially off the books. Contreras is now gone. It's it's a new age for Cubs. They brought in Tyone. Um, Say Suzuki was pretty good last year, so like I could see that they're starting to get into a new phase. It's just 
I feel like if you were going to be a buyer this offseason, I feel like Dansby would have come with a couple more names, maybe at least one other big name. I mean, Tyone was a nice ad, but like that rotation still needs a ton of help. Yeah. But I anytime you can get a guy like this at length for a reasonable amount of money to at least lock down one of your like we always talk about, your up the middle positions. I'm I'm a fan of the move. I I I mean I've shared my thoughts about Dansby many times before. I at times, my honestly, up until this past year, I thought he was one of the most overrated players in baseball. And you, I that can bring on all sorts of hate, I'm sure. And but this past season, balled out and got his back. How long? How many years? Seven year, one seventy seven. I don't think anyone was willing to go there. No, I don't even think the Braves are willing to give five. The Cubs probably could have got him for six if they wanted. Yeah, I think Dancer was just kind of hanging out there. I think the only team that they were probably realistically fighting off. Do we think the Dodgers were in on Dansby? I don't know. I maybe maybe Freddie was. I don't know if the Dodgers were. Freddie was just like, I'll 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 let you live in my my guest house. You live in Come my, play short my pool stuff house. For us. I, yeah. I don't know. I think the the Red Sox are being used as a pawn. Seven years. That's what he wanted, man. One seventy seven. You said this is what I said. I told go back and listen to the tapes. I said we're gonna find out if Dansby is a for the culture guy or not. And I and I and I said you can go back and listen. It's not a knock on. It's not a knock on Dansby for wanting to go get his bag. But you can't if you're the Braves. You can't nickel and dime every player on your roster and 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 push this whole culture thing like just buy in take take a a a pack of hostess donuts and and just be a part of what we've got here like at some point somebody's going to be like thanks but no thanks and especially with a guy like Dansby he got his ring and he's like okay like I I'm good. I'm gonna if you're not willing to meet me here, I'm gonna go there. And you know what? He's he's only 28. I don't know why I thought he was older. Dansby's had a weird career, man. Yes, yeah. When you think about it, like number one overall pick to the to the Diamondbacks, traded for a guy that's not even in the league anymore. Kind of fights his way through proving people wrong. Plays every day. The seven years isn't bad. The seven years really isn't that bad. Brings him to 35. That's what I'm saying. I like the move. And his build can easily slide over to a second baseman after. Sure. You know, lose some range, slide over to second. I I think Cubs fans are going to end up loving this guy. And I, I did see the jersey swap. It looked good. It yeah. fits. Some... some- for some the guys, the, the, the swaps just don't, they don't play. But it look days good, with man. the Cubs, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, Pinstripes. Not New York's pinstripes, but Chicago's pinstripes. Andrew Benintendi, five-year, $75 billion deal. 
what was this for? What was this to do? Was this to make Eloy a full-time DH? This was to establish the largest free agent contract in White Sox history. That's that's what that's it was. also sad. That's what it was to do. He edged out the seventy-three million dollars given to Yasmani back in what was that nineteen? Sure. Look, I said last, I think it was last episode, this podcast is just going to evolve into a therapy session for me, a Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. What, if that's all it took to get Andrew Benintendi, why are we spending $105 million on Masataka Yoshida? The same guy. Can, it's the same guy and he's already played here and he's succeeded in this market. That's all it took. Uh, Let me ask you something because like, you're going to know him better than I am. Do you see like a, like a, a mental toughness issue with being in the spotlight? Do you think there's anything there, like a mental block for him? No, and I mean, I don't know the guy, but for me, watching Benintendi, he seems to be a guy that even if he is in a bigger market, he has to be surrounded by people that are going to be able to support him. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, most guys need that. Like you're going to need you're 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 out there every single day for however many months you're going to need a system to kind of be able to pull you up a little bit. And with his crew that he had in Boston, he was there with, I mean, he had JD, he had, he had Mookie, he had JBJ guys like that. When things got going a little tough, he, they, they helped him up a little bit, but it really just depends on if he has that it, like if he's in the spotlight, like you said, I think he needs, he needs a system like that. Otherwise he's going to feel like he's out on an Island. And I think that's when you start to see him slip up a little bit. So I'll be anxious to see what happens in Chicago. Like I don't know if he's who he's gonna mesh with right away. I don't know who who's gonna latch onto him. If he's gonna be bringing some some younger guys under his wing. I don't know what that what that situation looks like. But for me, he's gonna need he's gonna need that, or else it's it's not gonna be good. Because we've seen stretches. You and I both have seen stretches of Benny where it's like, eh, is this the guy that's been so highly touted? Right. around the league well, but he I also mean, has his moments where he's like okay that this guy is legit see that's why i asked like the about the the spotlight issue because like he was horrendous for the few weeks that he was able to play for the yankees and then he got hurt and it, it's it's going to go down as the the long list of forgotten forgotten random people in pinstripes but it, it's just like he he obviously hit a wall in boston had to go fight to get his name back and get his his credibility back and kind of find his way back to his game in Kansas City. Maybe it, I just, I don't, and I know that Chicago is a bigger market than Kansas City. But at the same time, when you're looking at like between spotlight of who's going to be looked at the most, the White Sox overall are pretty forgotten about. When you're when you're in the home stretch of of the season and you're worried about other teams, there's not a whole lot of nationally televised Chicago White Sox games. You know what I mean? And and I just it, it seems like it's the smarter fit for him. And I I just I wonder if he likes being the 
under the radar, don't want to talk to people every day, don't feel like being in a big market kind of guy. Again, my my answer to your question was in the scenario of him being in a big market. We we already know what he did in Kansas City and yeah. the the numbers are there. So like I said, we'll we'll see what happens in Chicago, but again, for me if if you're a team like the Red Sox who needed an outfielder, a guy who played with you, played for you, won a World Series with you. You guys need a center fielder. We don't need a center fielder. We need a we need a corner outfielder. Is, is Kiki is Kike playing Kiki? Is he playing center field for you? Yeah, Kike is going to be our center fielder, which I'm I'm fine with. I I would have just preferred Benny over a guy that's never played a minute of Major League Baseball for less, yeah. mind you. Like yeah. we're not. It's not like we're we're paying a premium to get him back. Mm-hmm. You're paying. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he wanted to be 30, back. You're paying thirty thirty million dollars more. I have a feeling the offer is out there. I don't think he wanted to be back. I, I don't, think his East Coast chapter is done for him. I don't think the offer was ever made because, it, like we said, like like we talked about, if Z- if that's what you're going to do with Xander, I I don't think you're gonna you're gonna overextend yourself to get a guy like Benny. That's just me. Uh, moving along here, Carlos Rodon, six year, one hundred sixty two million dollar deal with the Yankees. Speaking of the East Coast. Uh, 30 years old, gets his bag. How do you feel about it? A little bit of an overpay, I think. Initially, that's kind of my first reaction. A little bit of an overpay. I love that it was another loss, another L for the Giants. Um, I don't know what's uh, up with the Giants slander this episode. Just <laughs> seemingly from the clouds. I, I don't understand. I just I I like that it was like well, there's a lot of there's a lot brewing between the Yankees and the Giants. I think there's some some bitterness that's brewing. And the whole like Aaron Judge stuff, the fact that the Yankees opened the season with with the Giants in New York, them not getting Judge, them wanting Rodon, them not getting Rodon. Sure. You know, but like but, if you're if you're Giants fans, you can't be bitter towards the Yan- like yeah, you can hate the Yankees because of the Yankees, but like it it's not like it's not like they pulled any any shady business. He Judge just wanted to go back to where he had played. Like yeah. you you put out a a legitimate offer to get Aaron Judge, and it really yeah. just came down to his preference. So like. I get what you're saying, but I also don't like. If I'm a Giants fan, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, I, I hate the Yankees now because he took our guy." It's like, no, they know. got their guy back. We'll have you, to ask Giants fans, and you can't be upset with your front office because and your ownership because they they put out a a very yeah. legitimate offer. Yeah, yeah. No, as far as Rodon goes, though, um, it's I, I've read a lot of reports of like scouts continue to say that it's the best one of the best sliders in baseball. Um, I think he fits really well. He slides into probably the two spot right now as the, as the years go by, I'm sure he kind of slides down the rotation a little bit, but he seems to me like a guy that is capable of reinventing himself as, as velocity starts to come down. I think he's, he's a guy that is willing to, to learn other stuff and, and, I think that if, as long as that slider stays where it is, I like it. It's a good ad. He wanted to be a Yankee. The Yankees wanted him. It's perfect. It's just a little bit of an overpay, but I'm cool with it. But we, It's not my money. We, 
Money is not real. We talked yeah. about this though. We knew this was coming because he, if a team wanted him, they were gonna have to. They were gonna have to give him a, a somewhat lengthy contract, and they're probably gonna have to overpay because he's given you back to back years of of fair health. And I think that's that's why he went and bet on himself, and it paid off. And the Yankees, credit to them, were willing to to open up the checkbook and and go out and get their guy. So. Yeah, and it's it's not even like he's been it's not even like he's been horrible. You know what I mean? Like even with the injuries, he's still a career three six VRA. Thirty one starts last year, twenty four the year before. Um I was watching some He posted a two eight eight last year. Like that's that's very yeah, good. That's solid. I was watching a video saying that uh that uh, they pulled the the giant stats in those thirty one stars. They were basically like fifteen and sixteen or whatever, uh, as a team. And they were saying like, you know, Rodon's going to be, you know, you're going to win half the games he goes out. It's a different, it's a different situation. You know what I mean? It's a different situation. It's a better lineup in New York. I think there's more wins that are going to be coming his way. I think he's, I think he's going to be a really good fit. I'm curious to see if he rocks the mustache. If he joins in on the mustache, oh, he'll have to. He has just to. stash. I think uh, it's going to be clean. I like it though. They I, and I'm really happy that the Yankees are like they're they're making moves that for the last few years it's been the off season of like we hope this happens, we hope this happens, and it doesn't happen, and now it does. Hey, all so. the credit in the world to Yankees, man. Like I, I'll I'll say it. I'll be the first to say it. Like they're 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 spending. They're yeah. spending, and it, at this point in the year, in the offseason, that's what you do. You're not playing games. You're not preparing for the season. You are there to spend money. Yeah. We'll worry about the games once it starts getting a little warmer out, but for now, you spend yeah. money, and that's what they're doing. Talk to me about that rotation, though. <sighs> I'd rather not, but I guess we can. That's a so they strong got, rotation. They got Garrett Cole. I think Rodano slot into the two, which puts Nestor Cortez in your in your three spot there. You got Severino, Frankie Montas, and I think you like, got a couple other back end options. Right. In. There's some youth in there that that can you know step in for spot starts, but like if Frankie Montas is your five, that makes me feel a lot better about last year's transaction to get him because he wasn't good last year after coming over. There's a theory that there's some injury stuff that was happening, but either way, he wasn't good. So I, I wasn't thrilled because they missed out on, um, they missed out on some, some A's arms in general. Who was the other arm that was there that, who am I forgetting? Are you, are are we talking starters here? Yeah. Uh, were they in on Manaya? I don't like think a, they were a in while on back. Manaya. Maybe it was Bassett. Maybe they were in on Bassett. Were they in on Bassett? I don't remember yeah. them being linked. And they didn't get them. Hmm. Deals were made. Deals were being had. Deals were happenings. And they, you know, kind of settled for Frankie Montas. So I was a little bummed. But the fact that he's at the five spot takes a lot of pressure off of him. I'm cool with that. Whatever. I don't even care if you're a 500 pitcher. At five, that's fine. Yeah, rotation's looking pretty good. Um, what's not looking good is the Red Sox going to sign Justin Turner for a two-year, $22 million deal. Uh, just 
seemingly days after he let JD Martinez walk out the door for a lesser AAV uh, and letting him go to the Dodgers. So I, I I'm I, so lost. I'm so lost. The the biggest thing with, with with people supporting this move, well, he can play the field. Where's he gonna play? Yeah, Devers is playing third base every day. Rafael so. Devers, the guy that you're gonna be letting walk at the end of the year or trading by the deadline, he's gonna be your third baseman. Tristan Castis is gonna be playing first base. Sure, he could DH, but why wouldn't you bring back the guy that spent the last four years with you, won a World Series with you, is a known resource when it comes to hitting. That man eats, sleeps, dreams hitting. And he he makes the guys around him better. Like, that's not just some cliche, like, attribute I'm throwing at this guy. It's it's documented that he spends time with the guys around him and just makes them better hitters. And why? so why would you let a guy like that walk for a $10 million deal with a well, one-year $10 million deal with the Dodgers and pay Justin Turner $11 million a year. I don't know what they're doing. It doesn't make I'm any sense to me. genuinely lost. They DFA'd Eric Hosmer, who was free. <laughs> the Padres were paying his entire salary. Eric Hosmer was free. DFA. And a more a little a little more salt in the wound, Jeter Downs being DFA'd, who was the main piece in the Mookie trade. Him and him and, and Verdugo, right? Pretty much the main leading names on that trade. This is um I I've never seen this type of mismanagement from the Red Sox before. This and, is bad. And people are saying Again, going going back to the the main point I keep hearing with this Turner deal. Well, he can play the field. He's thirty eight. Yeah, he's not playing the field anyway. He's thirty eight. Don't act like this is some move for the future. Like he's thirty eight years old. Yeah. How much is he really going to provide you in a, for a team that has no direction right now? If you wanted to, if you wanted somebody that could play the field for these next couple garbage years that we're about to have, then plug in somebody from the system or go get a go pay a guy league minimum to to play third to give Rafi an off day or something why are we spending 22 million dollars for a 38 year old it makes no sense to me i don't know and he's gonna pop maybe what 15 home runs people said well he'll, he'll uh, that swing will play well with the monster oh okay that that line is getting overused to death like we can stop with the plays well with the monster thing you know what <laughs> plays well with the monster and just the Red Sox as a whole, J.D. Martinez, but he's in L.A. now on a one-year, $10 million deal. So he's going back out there with his with his good buddy, Mookie. Oh, and by the way, he's three years younger than Justin Turner, but that's fine. We're, we, we need that 30. We need that age out there on defense. We, we need it. We need it back. I don't understand. <laughs> What are they doing, dude? I don't want to talk about it. Eric Hosmer, DFA, just going down the list here. Uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, Ross Stripling, two-year, $25 million deal with the Giants. We kind of talked about their rotation. 
a little bit. Like I said, this is a move where I I'm I can get on board with. Like I He's going to eat innings, that's for sure. Dude, I was looking at his numbers last year. Friend of the pod, Ross Stripling, did not mm-hmm. realize how great of a year he had. Like last year it was like a career year. He he was uh put up a 301. It was 10 and 4. How many innings? 134 and a third. Struck out that's 111, walked only 20. Like that's a good year for Ross. And I, I was yeah. reading, I was reading some some uh, takes of his, and he's he was talking about, and I've I've said this all along with with Austin Riley with some other guys. He was talking about how when he was given the reins to a starting position or to a starting rotation position, he was like, "That's when I felt most comfortable because I I knew that like this was this was mine to kind of run with, and I and yeah. I knew that I was going out there every fifth day or whatever there." Yeah, he was. was. He was definitely a little mishandled with the Dodgers, and I think that probably cut into the confidence for a while. Right. It was cool to. It was cool to see him get an opportunity in, in Toronto. But I, what was the deal for? Two twenty-five. Hmm. Feel bad for the guy. I mean, hey, that's. It's not a bad payday. Get to go out to the bay. Might eat some hay. I just may. Get it. Get it. A little tip of the cap there to Adam Sandler. Um, no, I'm I, I like it. I think the Giants are they're they're gonna be sneaky. That's all I'll say. They're gonna be sneaky. Again, they're not winning the division, but they'll be sneaky. I like some of the moves they've made. And the, the, like we've talked about, the offseason isn't even over. Like like mm-hmm. you said, now is when now when we now is when we start trading. Mm-hmm. And who's to say what they do? They they may offload some dead weight to to it's improve true. the team even more, which I think they will. I hope they will. It's true. Let's go Giants. Uh, Michael Brantley, we mentioned, back to the Astros on a one-year, $12 million deal. Uh, he was hurt a good chunk of last year. I think he played like 60-something games, um, missed the postseason. But we've said it time and time again with this guy, a professional hitter. Yeah. Um, Something tells me that there is probably no multi-year deals out there. No. I'm sure those numbers were all pretty similar. 10, 11, 12, 13 a year. So why not just stay put? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think think of where, like, if there's one-year deals were elsewhere, like, what what lineup do you know? What lineup are you going to succeed in? You play a left field that you know, right? So it just makes sense. Uh, Joey Gallo, one-year, $11 million deal with the Twins. Oof, man, this has brought some real heat, dude. Did you see all, Did you see Aubrey Huff is back on Twitter? No. The homie went in on, uh, Gallo, on Gallo. Why? Because of, of a ridiculous amount of money going to somebody that's just not worth that amount. I guess. I'm 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 uh, I'm assuming you're pulling up these tweets. I'm gonna try. Let's keep it clean. If you do decide to run through them, please. It's definitely some typos. Well, I'm sure. I'll see what I can find. 
while Nate pulls that up. Founded by former left-handed pitcher Rob Nelson, Big League Shoes started from humble beginnings in the Portland Mavericks bullpen in 1977. For more than 40 years, the iconic pouches packed with shredded, flavorful bubble gum has become the number one shredded gum of athletes everywhere. Big League Chew has sold more than 900 million pouches and is designated as the Hall of Fame bubblegum. Grab some gum and head to Big League Chew social media channels at Big League Chew on Twitter and at Big League Chew Gum on Instagram to show off your Big League bubbles. You can also find a list of retailers or purchase any of their products directly from their website at BigLeagueChew.com. Big League Chew. I still got to find that hot chocolate, by the way. The hot chocolate gum. Haven't found it yet. I wish you luck, pal. What do you got? Aubrey Huff. First, Cody Bellinger gets $17.5 million, hitting under 200 for three straight years. Uh, spelled straight wrong, by the way. What that's about. Now, Joey Gallo, who was almost out of baseball and strikes out 90% of the time, gets $11 million. Can someone explain this madness to me? Learn how to suck at baseball, kids. <laughs> I mean, I get what he's saying, and I'm... I. If I'm a team, I'm not paying Joey Gallo $11 million. But let's also not act like $11 million is something to flip out about. I Especially for one year. Like, if this was a multi-year deal at 11, okay, like, that's when I draw the line. But one year, 11 mil for a team that, again, is semi-directionless right now. It This doesn't move the needle for me whatsoever. Where did he go again? I don't even remember. Minnesota? The Twins, yes. Yeah. Uh, My point exactly. Like you yeah. it's just that it's it's a forgettable it's a forgettable move. We won't even remember years down the road that Joey Gallo even played for the Twins. So Yeah. Like that's just the kind of move this is. Either that or you strike gold. You know what I mean? And and if you strike gold, it's only for eleven mil. But so, in that ballpark, how much are we really strike how much gold are we really striking? You know? It's a, it's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't know. He plays good D. Um, yeah, 11 years still a lot. And, and as far as like the Aubrey Huff comments go, I mean, we are, we have already covered the fact that Cody Bellinger rookie of the year and a former MVP, like yeah, there's some, there's different. something in there, a little there's something in there. And I, I'm kind of rooting for him. I'm not a betting guy, but if, if, if I were, I would, I'd put a little bit of money on the fact that Cody Bellinger is going to be able to find himself again in Chicago. And then he's going to. He's gonna go. He's gonna go long term yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So little yeah. little different scenario there, Mister yeah. Huff. Joey Gallo, though, I yeah, I don't know, man. I I at this point, I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, at this point, I am. Yeah, I, I have no reason to dislike the guy. I don't. Maybe maybe he has maybe he has like a Matt Carpenter type route you know what i mean yeah just just find a way to recreate some things try to recreate your swing do something new i don't know no pressure in minnesota though so swing no away pressure. also no pressure in oakland trevor may one year seven million dollar deal with the a's uh making him the most <laughs> financially set person in that roster in right? that organization yeah it's probably making Dude. more than the front office definitely combined combined yeah yep i have no thoughts on this deal i'll be honest with you like i just 
Uh, I don't either. Good, it's good for the A's. You have to trade, have trade piece. This is what they do. The 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 A's are good with this. Is that they you know they sign veterans. If the veteran does well, they flip them. If not, it's no big deal. If you're the A's, you gotta have bodies. You know, you gotta have warm bodies. You can't have can't have cold bodies. Have an open tryout at this point. It's been decades since I've seen that. Give so. me give me an invincible movie. Yes. Featuring the Oakland A's. Yes. Who who would be the star in that movie? Honestly, let let Wahlberg just run it back. Like, yeah, he's got it in him. Get those locks out there, man. That guy's or I guess he'd have man, to bring those locks back. That is a good movie, Invincible. It's a fantastic movie. Speaking of movies, oh. look at that! Look at that oh. segue. Uh, we're pushing Woo! the MLB Man Crushes draft to a later date. Somebody had the, and forgive me, I, I don't remember who suggested it, but somebody reached out and said, you all should do a Christmas movie draft. And I said, what better way to add to the festivities of episode 330, in which we were mm-hmm. going to do Christmas wishes at the beginning, to round it out with a Christmas movies draft. So, with that said... I'm going to pull up the results of last the last poll to see who's getting first pick. Nate, I believe uh, you pulled this one out as well. Uh, so it's just Three. a, it's a never. It was 55 to 45, Nate. You know, in the favor that's not bad. Yeah, but I, I truly think going Yankees one, people just didn't even look at the rest of my list because they said, well, I hate the Yankees. Well, too bad it's not a team draft, idiots. It's a <laughs> uniform draft. So understand what's good and what's not and understand that my list was better. That'll help, you get, yeah, that'll help you get back on top. Idiots. <laughs> Yell at people voting for Whatever. You. All right, let's, let's do this draft. Let's just get right into it. Pick number one for the Christmas movies draft. Nate, take oh. it away. I got to be honest with you this what this this is tough. I I have at least 3 movies, maybe 4 that could be a number 1 pick. I tried to think of what route you were going to go. I don't know if I can I don't I just I don't know. This is my least confident draft so far. And you'll probably win by 20%, so it's fine. Probably. Number 1 overall. Give me Elf. Ah, I knew you were gonna go there. Okay. Give me Elf. That's fair. Like, it, Chris- it's just a staple. It it reaches all generations. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not it's not too dated at this point. There are some Christmas movies out there that are a little dated that I might I'm you know might be losing some votes, but they'll find their way on the list still. I think. I'll give you a dated movie that stands the test of time. Number one overall pick for me. It's a Wonderful Life. Like, there's not a better Christmas movie out there. I'm sorry. Elf is great. I I get it. Elf is great. I get it. It's a Wonderful Life and nothing else. I understand. I do understand. I I think it's a cult following at this point. You know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people are aware of that movie. That's not even true. To say that people aren't aware of that movie. uh, Not a lot of people are aware of how good it is. Not a, lot, not a lot of people have seen that movie. Just letting you know now. Well, they should, because It's a Wonderful Life is the best Christmas movie out there. All right. Well. I feel like I know where you're going with pick number two. Let's see what you got. Pick number two is Home Alone. Yep. Uh, once again, it it stands the test of time as well. 
and it's fantastic. It, it can't be beat. Again, that was that I told you I had a lot of number one picks. That was that was also in the conversation, but I'm going that with two. We've named two movies that are better than Home Alone. He says it's a great movie, can't be beat. I would it's, argue it's could, right there. These are like one A, one B, one C type. Yeah, there's no type movies. Yeah, with Christmas movies, there's no right or wrong answers. That mm-hmm. really, the only part you you're gonna get heat on, at least you should, if you're a reasonable, rational, rational uh, Christmas movie fan, is just acknowledging what was not included on the list. But in terms mm-hmm. of what makes a list and what order they're in, mm-hmm. outside of like maybe your top picks, it's really just up for grabs. Like it, it yeah. really comes down to preference. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, the year without a Santa Claus, like stop motion Christmas movies that that has uh, they, they hold a special place in my heart. That's such a good. That's such a quotable movie. This is gonna be a landslide. Heat miser. This is gonna be an absolute dude. Landslide. Yeah. For once in my favor. No. Like, <laughs> dude, you're real it's Christmas movie fans movie. know that these are uh, incredible picks, but you're just going with the, you're just going with like the popular vote. I'm going well, with like great movies. Christmas movies. And I'm not saying your, your Christmas movies aren't great, but like I'm going with truly good Christmas movies. Go ahead and knock Year Without a Santa Claus all you want. That's a, I, it's gonna be bad. It, this is gonna be ugly. This oh could be the biggest gap. Whatever. That's uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the fact that this is a third pick is is pretty insane. It's pretty insane. I'm spitting all over the place. That's how. That's how, how fired, fired up I am up about this. About this pick. How the Grinch stole Christmas. That's Jim a, Carrey. Absolute. Jim Carrey. Absolute You're going with the Jim stud. Carrey version? Give me uh, a break, dude. Yes. What are we talking about? What? That's a kid's movie, and you're going to opt to to not Jim, choose the animated version? What is wrong Jim, with you? Jim Carrey was basically born to play the Grinch. I don't think you're aware of how bad this voting is going to be for you. <laughs> how are the Grinch? No, I'm sorry. I It's absurd. You're just, there's must you have like blinders up. I don't have blinders. I have I have eyes for great Christmas movies. Um go ahead and try and argue with me on this one. I'm going I'm going Miracle on 34th Street. All right, that's good. That's good. It's old. It's I mean the the old ones you're you're definitely on a trend here. You're definitely yeah, on the trend. There's a reason. They're classics. There's a reason people still yeah. watch them. Yeah, but like not as much as these. The Grinch is a is a very polarizing movie. That's all I'm gonna say. Like that's probably the the most polarizing movie on the list that we'll end up having. That's just the reality of it. This is I mean, I I don't even know why I wrote down so many names. You're, I don't even have the ones that you're drafting. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, man. This is fourth pick? Go ahead. Fourth pick is Home Alone 2. Okay. Lost in New York. All right. Are you kidding me? 
That is an insanely good movie. I'll watch that any time of year. I don't even need to watch it during Christmas. It's getting ridiculous. Fourth pick, I'm going to go Charlie Brown Christmas. You can't you can't mess with Charlie Brown. That's a good Brown. pick. You can't mess with Charlie Brown. This um Wow. I I just I don't even I feel bad for you. Do make, you want a whole mulligan? Make your fifth pick. Do this whole thing over Make your fifth again. pick. Uh See what 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 just Ah, what I hate about this draft is people are just going to see your list and they're going to go, oh, most recognizable. Uh, easily. We're going, we're going. Live. I love these movies. And again, I'm, uh, I literally love these. Hear movies. me out. I'm not saying that you don't have great Christmas movies. These are all good. There's so many great Christmas movies like that. Mm-hmm. You can't really run out on a draft mm-hmm. like this. But the problem is, is people are going to look at your list. P- the people, the casuals, we'll just say that the Christmas casuals who don't know what a truly good, what a what a desert island esque Christmas movie is, they're just gonna look at that and go, oh yeah, like those are those are the most recognizable. Most, they must be the most popular. Like I'm going, this list is far Why and away are they better most than popular. The one right? You can make a movie popular. <laughs> you can make a movie popular, but that doesn't mean it's a classic necessarily. Like if there's a lot of fanfare around it, it's not a classic because it's not old enough yet, but it will be. Give it another decade or two. Whatever. <laughs> Number five. Um, and I kind of, I kind of wanted to do it, but I, I think I'm just going to solidify this dub even more. I'm going to, because it's very controversial. I already know so what I'm you're gonna, going with. I'm going to make it as my honorable mention. So number five is going to be, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hands down. Your that list, is, like, that is a fantastic Your list movie. is just, are, did you Google this list? Did you just say, hey, give me five no. top Christmas movies? That, I'm telling I'm you, these are the movies down. that I watch every year. You're going. You're you're attracting the casuals. The re- the the real Christmas movie watchers know. Like the year without a Santa Claus is one of the most quotable Christmas movies. And you go, I can't I can't quote the Santa Claus. The year without a Santa Claus. So it must not be a great movie. It's because you're I've an never idiot. Seen it. It's because you're an I've idiot. Never seen it. Well, I'm not I've saying you're an idiot. It. These casuals are an idiot. Or they're idiots. I all I know is that this could be an eighty twenty type vote. It really could. I hate this. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know what to go with now. Like, there's there's two that I'm choosing between, but at this stage in the game, I can't go with my fifth. So I may just have to go with a... <sighs> I have my own list. Is this your own list? No, here's the thing. I have my, like, I have my own personal list that's yeah. near and dear to my heart, but I know that that's not going to play in this draft. So I'm really uh, having to call an audible so This is the here. first time where I went with like my my picks. Like these are my Christmas movies, which is for sure. odd because I I it it gives me the only thing. The only thing of, is that I I probably would have put Home Alone two above Home that's Alone fair. one. That's fair. I like Home Alone two better, but I understand that like it's it, you got to go with the first one. It's just odd to me that. 
that's the case, that these are your like actual first picks, because it's really given off to me the vibe of like, I'm just going to Google what people think are the most, I'm going to Google Rotten no. Tomatoes, most popular Christmas movies and put that. I was, I was reading through, through lists for sure. And a lot of them had, um, it's a wonderful life at number one. A lot of them did. For, like, Which is it's understandable. It's, it's the, a good movie. It's the I did. best. It's definitely a good movie. All right. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna this isn't my this isn't my fifth pick, but in order to maybe salvage some votes here, it's controversial, but I I need something that's gonna that's gonna move the needle here for some people. I'm gonna have to go die hard. Yeah, that was mine. That's that was my controversial pick that I was gonna put I at knew five it was. as well. That it's either gonna make or break your votes for sure. It's either gonna make or break them. We'll see. Do you are you are okay labeling it as a Christmas movie Absolutely. if you're putting it on the list? Absolutely. Right? I don't I don't understand why it's a debate. It's a Christmas movie. Like he's got a Christmas gift in the limo in the first scene. He's got the big. It's a teddy Christmas bear. party. Like it, it's at a Christmas it's party. At Christmas. What are we What are we arguing here? I know. I know. I'm with you. Unreal. I don't know why people don't like it. Honorable mention, now that Die Hard is off the list. Honorable mention, um, if you're looking to laugh, Four Christmases is an absolute gem. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, that movie is hilarious, dude. Vince Vaughn is funny. That's my honorable mention, actually. I think I've seen that. Uh, honorable. Uh, are you a Are you a Christmas Story fan in any way? Not really. I wasn't either. I, know I it's understand a, it's popular amongst. The I understand people, it's I know. popular. I've just it's never been the, the it for me. Yeah, not the yeah. move for me. Um, couple couple honorable mentions for me. One, I, I couldn't have. This was higher on my list, but I, I couldn't put it on there because I just would have gotten destroyed for it. White Christmas, another Christmas classic. Like, you're all about yeah. Well, you're all about the black and white. If whites. you grew up in if you grew up in the house that I grew up in with mm-hmm. the mother that I had, you would understand. Mm-hmm. Like the, these are just the movies that were always on, and for mm-hmm. good reason. Like they're they're classics. They're great movies. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a reason why people still watch them to this day. Sure, but I couldn't put that at five, even though I probably would have had it higher on my list than probably Die Hard. Uh, another good one, Christmas with the Cranks. That's a great honorable mention. Great one. That is great a good one. movie. And yeah, another, well, I Tim was Allen going... Tim Allen altogether is, is just Santa I was Claus. going Tim, Count, Tim Allen with the Santa Claus. That was my other yeah. honorable mention. That's yeah. a good one, too. And Tim Allen, um, yeah, that's just like, it screams 90s Christmas movies. Tim Allen is Santa Christmas Claus. with the Cranks. Very underrated. I appreciate that. I feel like I understand... Your list, I understand like why you didn't put those on there. I think you have to admit the fact that you would probably get more votes if those were on there, though. Just more recognizable. I think there's a lot of people that haven't seen your movies. I guess. But like if it's up to me, I'm not choosing a black and white movie to sit down and and just where my heartbeat is just this the entire time. But that's you're not trying to watch a thriller on Christmas. Like Oh yeah, I am. No. I want thriller, I want laughs, I want fun. That's I'm not my, trying to watch like a goal. horror movie to get myself warmed fun. up for the holiday season. Is that where you you're putting Grinch under the horror film? No, but category? I'm just like you're, you're <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like the alternative to your your you're like, oh, your heartbeat's just like this. It's like, well, 
Like I'm I'm just trying I, to like enjoy like all the like movies wind down. you all the movies you listed are what you fall asleep to after having Christmas dinner. I've had enough. Let's get out. Of here. <laughs> That's 100%. What is happening? That's like a oh, here's my chance to take a nap. <laughs> oh man. Look, I stand firm it's behind gonna my It's going to be bad. It's going to be ugly. But I just whatever. want you to know that. Whatever. I want you to know it's going to be ugly. I'm just never going to get these this first round pick back. I <laughs> it's gonna t- or the first overall pick, I should say. I'm ne- I'm never getting that back. It's going to take some some real fight out of you, and I don't think this. I one thought was I the had one. it for sure with the home whites, but again, we're dealing with idiots here. So I thought you did too. That's just I think me. that was the one I was going to lose it. That's just the, me. Uh, who knows the man crushes. You may have. You may have a bounce back. Yeah, but, but what I does do, that, I do what does that say about me though? If if the draft that gets me back the first overall pick is judging baseball players' handsomeness, you know, what does that you say gotta, about me? You got to do what you got to do. You just got to get it okay. done. Well, time will tell. At this point, you just got to get it done. <laughs> this is going to be four straight now. I guess whatever. Four straight dubs. Let's get out of here. All right. Have a merry Christmas, folks. Yeah. Happy Happy Hanukkah. Happy second day Hanukkah. Happy everything else. We'll see you guys. Is that Kwanzaa? Is that what people say? Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa, yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. What is is Kwanzaa exactly? Dude, I don't know. I I was having a conversation with with somebody about that the other day. I'll be honest with you. It doesn't make much sense, so I didn't really look look Mm. all that far into it. But happy whatever it is that you celebrate. Nice. Uh, Merry Christmas from, from Santa Claus himself. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys sometime next week. Sometime next week. Post Christmas. Quick story, by the way. If anyone's gifts are late from Amazon, I found out why last night. Paige and, and uh, I, her, her and I uh, went with her family to drive through and walk, like see Christmas lights through neighborhoods and stuff. And there's like a like a 45 minute line of cars trying to get through this neighborhood like it's long right in the middle of it amazon truck (laughs) bro you're just enjoying christmas lights on your on the clock but imagine if someone is in that neighborhood trying to get trying to get it delivered and you're just in line for an hour and a half brutal that's tough a tough break tough look on you're telling me these amazon trucks haven't developed the ability of flight yet like come on Oh, man. Open all the packages you can. Love all the family that you got. And don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.